Welcome to Finding Certainty with your host and U.S. Army veteran, Patrick Lang. Over the next hour, you'll learn from Patrick and his expert guests how to attract more certainty into your business and your life. Now, here is your host, Patrick Lang. Welcome to Finding Certainty. Thanks for starting out your Friday morning with us, wherever you are. I'm very excited about our guest today. His name is Eric Allen, and he is a an established entrepreneur, philanthropist, leader, manager. I mean, head head cook and bottle washer, right, Eric? <laughs> You're too kind, Patrick. I need you to introduce me on all my uh, talks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I know you wear a lot of hats and uh, looking forward to hearing from you. Um, I always start out our show by sharing a couple of reasons why I've asked this specific guest to join us. And in Eric's case, um, it, it really comes down to the fact that he is, over the last 20 plus years, I think as good as anyone I know, established a um, an entrepreneurial conglomerate let's say you have a holding company you know with a dozen different companies and projects and and so forth but it's a it's a, a conglomerate with heart everything you do has been about building others building your communities and uh, making a difference and leaving a legacy and so that's the main reason i asked uh, eric to be with us today secondly he's got a, a couple of projects that he and i are both involved in we wanted to share with you all that can be along this same line, being an enormous blessing in the lives of those we know. And so again, thanks for being here, Eric. Excited to jump into uh, the conversation today. And uh, where, are you, uh, where are you coming to us from today? Well, first of all, Patrick, thank you for just being a, a good human being, one of the good guys out there. The, the older I've gotten, uh, the more I appreciate uh, certain qualities and characteristics that tend to uh, separate the those that are kind of living a life of purpose from those that aren't. So I'm coming to you live, Patrick, from Zionsville, Indiana. Put it on your bucket list. If you haven't been there, it's just a northwest suburb of Indianapolis, Indiana. So that's why I talk a little funny. I'm from the Hoosier State, my friend. <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies. You know, I grew up playing basketball. People don't know this when I'm sitting down, but I'm actually about 6'4". Played basketball for the Army and... Um, that's my life. So I'm a big Hoosier fan. Oh, the greatest movie of all time. I've only seen it about 212 times myself. <laughs> you and me both. So I love the the town name Zionsville. I mean, I, I we used to have a dog named Zion. My uh, my kids all have end names. Okay, we have Madeline, Christian, Brighton, Anderson, and Evan. We even named the dog Zion. Right. So uh, we kind of did it backwards, but. Um, you know, my name's John. My their mother's name, her middle name was Don. So we all had this in theme going on, right? But uh, all of our all of our pets, Zion, Roman. Uh, I mean, the list goes on. So, uh, so cool. Uh, you grew up in Zionsville, or is that uh, is that somewhere you've transplanted to? I, I grew up on the south side of Indianapolis, and then um, met a beautiful woman, my wife Casey, who had not only tolerate me, but bear children with me. And she wanted to move up here to a different part of town. It's a little closer to her family in Northwest Indiana, but we love living here, man. Great values. My brother's out in the Bay Area. And of course, uh, what he paid for his uh, 1,400 square foot ranch, he could have gotten a castle on 100 acres here. So <laughs> we love living here and raising our family here for sure. 
That's that's fantastic. You know, I uh, I actually worked my way through college selling yellow page advertising. And one summer I spent in Indiana and Illinois. I was down in Terre Haute and Paris, Illinois, and some of those areas. Door, you know, the Door County, all, all the covered bridges and great barbecue and yep. so forth and so on. But I remember distinctly looking at real estate listings, seeing this, you know, 6,000 square foot house on a lake with 10 acres for $130,000. I'm from Utah. And even, you know, you can't even find prices like that in Utah, let alone California, but it's amazing. Great I know place to live. a little Great bit place. since then. Yeah. So, well, I'll tell you what, the, the more I've gotten to travel around the world um, and been blessed to do that, the more I love coming back home, raising a family here, pace of living, cost of living, values. So yeah, we're, we're blessed. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, it's one of the things I like about uh, working with you, Eric, is you're just, you're middle America, you've got uh, values. I mean, the first conversation we had when we were talking about doing some business together, you said we're a Christ-centered firm. We care about our communities. We care about, I mean, we were talking about employee retention credit, which we'll get in a little bit here, but you were saying, you know, I said, how, how many uh, employees do you require? And do you remember your response? So we go all the way down to one. I said, well, down to one. Yeah. I said, <laughs> we want to give back. And this is why we're doing this. We want to help even that solopreneur or that company with one employee who can benefit in this way. And I just said volumes about, about you and the firm you work with and everything, because uh, so many firms out there, they say, now we won't even touch you if you have less than 10 or something like that. So I knew right well, from the start, I was going to like you. Yeah, Patrick, I, I think what's funny, and I will talk more about it, but you know, some of our biggest clients, like three, four, up to 500 employee businesses came referred by that small mom and pop store, that rural church that was just completely blessed by it. So it's funny how uh, God sometimes can reward you just for doing the right thing, right? Not always, but you know, you just try to do the right thing over and over and uh, usually uh, comes back around. Well, I completely agree. You know, it's um, it's a an interesting principle in business. If somebody can really figure this out and remember it, that if you try to do right, you try to pay it forward and you try to give back. And, you know, we talk about how we help our clients make more, keep more, and we encourage them to give more. And it's not just about feeling good. Right? It's not just about legacy, although that's an, a really important piece of it. I think it's the right thing to do. But there is a business strategy, a, um, a uh, profitable, I guess, uh, benefit that comes out of it when you do these things, because there are ripple effects. You talk about how you referred, you know, you do business with that, that company with just one employee or two employees, they refer you to that company with 400 employees, right? right. So there's a business uh, benefit to it that's financial as well as just um, philanthropic. And so, but it goes, it goes full circle, right? It benefits you on both sides. It benefits them on both sides. And I mean, the list goes on and on. I, I just love it. Amen, brother. Amen. So we usually start out the show here just talking a little bit about yourself. So let's go back in history, back in time here. And uh, tell us, you said you grew up in Indiana. And um, how did you go from, I know you were a college, you were an athlete. You eventually... Uh, I mean, you played a lot of sports yourself and eventually became a collegiate coach. Where did you coach, by the way? Tell us a little bit about that and then how you got into business from there. Yeah, you know, it's uh, 
It's been quite quite the journey. If uh, somebody can do it, I've probably tried it. But uh, believe it or not, I um, want to go back. I, I graduated from Indiana University at the top of the Kelly School of Business. And I don't know why, Patrick. I was like, I just want to start a business. Uh, just owning a business seems cool. Being my own boss. And uh, hey. I graduated there and then headed up to Chicago to do pharmaceutical sales, push drugs out there and uh, <laughs> for the big pharma and I was only 21 years old, and I just remember feeling really unfulfilled. And then drove back middle of the night and started teaching uh, in the inner city in Indianapolis, and just absolutely loved it. That's where I met my wife. I love teaching. I love impacting at-risk youth. And then I became the head boys basketball coach uh, in my early 20s, and just just had some great kids, and and that actually then opened the door to go and coach collegiate basketball, Division I at uh, IUPUI. It's the longest acronym of any university in the country. It's Indiana University, Purdue University at Indianapolis. <laughs> and what's interesting, Patrick, that had always been a dream of mine to coach uh, collegiate basketball. And certainly a lot, of, uh, a lot of people pursue that passion. I was at an interesting place because I already had a wife. I had a family and I took about a $35,000 pay cut from a already meager high school teaching and coaching salary to pursue that dream. And yeah, I loved it. I was there for a couple of years, had a, a, a guy named George Hill. You probably heard of in the NBA still. He circled back with the Pacers. He, uh, of course, made us all look good as coaches there. Just give the ball to George, set a high ball screen over and over. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that that's how I got into that. And then I, uh, if you don't mind me sharing, I just hit a really, really low point spiritually, emotionally, certainly financially. I, you know, those of you who maybe have been in um, high level collegiate athletics, I mean, it is a full time grind. You're not just the assistant coach, you're also the academic coordinator, the recruiter, the conditioning coach. So, I mean, it, I was literally the, spir the spiritual counselor, <laughs> spiritual counselor, yeah, yeah. psychiatrist. Um, so, it just Brother, I just hit one of the lowest points in my life because I was completely time broke. I'm talking from 5 a.m. till midnight, seven days a week, gone for weeks at a time for my family, had no time with them. My relationship with my wife was not anywhere near where I wanted to be. I was missing out on my own kids growing up and and I'm broke on top of it. I mean, we're right. like on the verge of bankruptcy. So you can imagine it was quite the emotional journey. And that, Patrick, you know is where I just became open, almost out of necessity, just to do something different. And I always had that entrepreneurial spirit. I was always doing the side hustles to make ends meet. And, you know, I just said, man, I, I want to, I, I want to find businesses primarily that can create residual income. And that's, that was the beginning, man. That was the beginning of uh, a, 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 crazy entrepreneurial journey. And I'll tell everybody right now, uh, I've had a lot more le uh, learning lessons. I don't call them failures. A lot more learning lessons than successes. But the great thing about being an entrepreneur and a business owner is you only have to be right a couple of times. And you just get, you get knocked down, you get back up, you learn from it, and you go on to the next adventure and try to apply your principles and values and those learning lessons over and over and over again. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that because I uh, we have a friend who's invested in dozens, probably even hundreds of of companies, and and uh, they're an angel investor, but they're 
they really are angels because they don't just gouge their their customers. They they give them the majority share. I mean, they they keep maybe three to five percent of each of these companies. And he told me that most of them have failed. He said a large percentage, I mean, well over eighty percent, didn't work out. And yet, those twenty percent have made him millions of dollars. So, so you're, to your point that I, you know, you only have to win once or twice to 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 make it big. And I, th- I, I totally agree with that. I've seen the same. Lots of lots of learning experiences. Lots of uh, stumbles. Hopefully, you're f- failing forward, as they say, instead of falling Absolutely. backward. Right. So, uh, you know, it's interesting because if you been an athlete, you've been in coaching, you definitely learn skills from that, um, that you take into business and you take into your life. I certainly did. You know, I mean, I don't think people who have not been in that arena really truly understand the hours and hours and hours of work and effort and sweat and, you know, getting yelled at and you know, so forth and so on. I have two, two of my children are collegiate athletes. My son's a, a diver for Cal State and my daughter's a gymnast. Uh, no longer, but she was a gymnast with the uh, with Oregon Ducks, and so you know we spent thousands and thousands of dollars on classes, training, and everything, and now they're and now it's paying off. But but you learn a lot of lessons, right? I mean, what 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 lessons do you feel like? Or maybe a lesson or two that you feel like you gained from your collegiate background, your your athletic background that have helped you in your business efforts? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I um, I am. Um one of those hard driver, what we call red personality types, you know, you've learned, you've seen that with me. I also um, like to have fun too. So I have this interesting work hard, play hard uh, personality, but I'll tell you what, you know, being uh, in athletics and even coaching all my kids sports right now, you know, I would say it hasn't always brought out the best qualities in me. I think uh, sports tend to reveal more about your character initially and then builds it up over time. But um, just taking the competitive spirit and working well with others, especially in team sports and dealing with different personalities and uh, athletic skill sets and, you know, both as a player and a coach. And then that drive to be able to pull people together and accomplish that goal is, you know, been a great asset in my business career. Right. And sometimes you can do everything right and you still come up a little short. And, you know, other times, you know, you don't have really a chance of winning on paper and everybody's firing on all cylinders and you're able to, you know, accomplish things that you never thought possible. So I love that about team sports. I love individual sports, too. I was a runner and, you know, just, you know, when you're out there running in a race, I mean, or you're doing a bodybuilding competition. I told you I've done it all, Patrick. It's like, there's no hiding. There's no excuses. It is what it is. So combining kind of that individual drive and then incorporating that competitive spirit and leadership within a team-oriented goal has been paramount in, in applying those principles in my business career. Well, I know you're you're well known for being involved in projects where you're not just focused on yourself or focused on the money, but you're focused on building others and 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 making a difference creating this legacy right and that's what you've built your entire reputation on and everything every every project you've done has had that element in it and uh, you know my hat is off to you for that as, as i've gotten to know you i'm just really impressed with where your heart is and 
Uh, you know, I, I thought of an interesting analogy, just as your comment on it, you'll, it'll never be enough. You're still going to fall short, right? You, you do the best you can. It's, it's really a metaphor for life and even um, eternal progression. If you think about the atonement, you know, and Jesus Christ, we reach as high as we can. It's never going to be enough. We're going to fall short, right? And uh, that's where he, he reaches down, makes up that difference. And you, whether you're looking at it as a team or looking at it as uh, eternity or you're looking at it in business, you know, we do the best we can. It's just never going to be enough. But we, when we surround ourselves with others, when we try to you know, have good mentors and coaches, we we turn to to the Lord, we, we, we involve our family. You know, it's that collective effort, that team effort that that gets us there. We, can, we cannot do it alone. Anybody who tries to is going to fail. Amen. You see it over and over in the business world, man. I, I learned a lot a long time ago, Patrick, you either seek humility or it will be delivered upon you. I think we've all been there. Um, Absolutely. And knowing that, you know, your successes, the highs in life, I mean, that's a gift from above. It's all his at the end of the day. And, you know, what's been interesting, Patrick, is as I, you know, that the old adage, I used to read this from John Wooden, when the legendary UCLA coach, he would always say success is a journey, not a destination. And I would repeat that success is a journey, not a destination. But I didn't really take time to peel back the layers to what that means. And here I am 46. And it's the journey I celebrate the highs, the lows, because collectively, all those experiences mold us into the servant leaders we need to be or, you know, living a life of real purpose and significance. And that's what drives me. That's why I love doing business with you, being around great people, you know, making lots of money is great, giving lots of money away is greater. Um, but it is the journey and the relationships and the people and the experiences that uh, we really savor as we reflect back, right? <laughs> that's right. Well, we're coming up on a, a quick break here, but we're visiting with Eric Allen. He's a entrepreneur, philanthropist, you know, owns a foundation called Global Game Changers that I want to talk a little bit about before the end of the show here. That's doing some really amazing things. And uh, we're going to go to break real quick, but we'll come right back and uh, talk a little bit about a couple of the projects you're involved in. Maybe talk a little bit about Global Game Changers and uh, wrap it up at the end. But thanks for listening today. We really appreciate you being a part of our uh, Voice America family. And Eric? Thanks for being my guest. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Certainty Management can help create more certainty in your life with our deep discount health insurance options even for 1099s, part-time employees, volunteers, and more. Pay less to protect yourself, your loved ones, and your team. Call 888-684-3122 for a free quote today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty, T-E-A-M, like Mary, dot com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. If you're a nonprofit in need of funding, we can help. Certainty Management is a cost reduction firm that also helps churches, schools, sports teams, and other nonprofits raise unlimited zero cost funding. Best of all, you don't have to sell anything or ask for donations. Call 888 684 3122 to learn more today. That's 888 684 3122. Visit us on the web at certaintyteam.com. That's certainty, T E A M, like Mary.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Finding Certainty with Patrick Lang. Have a question for Patrick or his guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now, back to the show with Patrick. Welcome back. Uh, visiting with Eric Allen, good friend of mine, who is also one of the most extraordinary entrepreneurs I've known. He's got a huge heart. He's giving back in a number of different ways. And uh, we're partnered up on a couple of projects that we want to get into a little bit today that we're very excited about. But so, Eric, thanks again for being here. Uh, we, were, uh, we were talking a little bit off on during the break about... Um, first impressions when i first met eric and he has this amazing hairdo right and i'm like this guy man he's pretty cool you know he works for the cpa firm that we're doing the employee retention tax credit for i said i wonder if they're i wonder how they get along because they're very conservative cpas very you know family a third generation family-owned company and so forth and uh, here's eric who looks like uh you know a rock star or you know tom brady uh nfl football quarterback or something right (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I do get the Tom Brady uh, innuendos and comments about once or twice a week. And it's funny, Patrick, because I you know, live in Indianapolis. I'm a huge Colts fan, and he's had our number, and most Colts fans are haters on right. Tom Brady. But for uh, me and my household, we respect the GOAT, <laughs> and we named my, my 13-year-old his name Brady for that very reason. <laughs> hey, man, I don't care if you love him or hate him. You can't ignore that he's one of the best, right? It's like there's uh, worse things to be called, Patrick, right? <laughs> that's right. All right. So um I actually wore my Tommy Bahama today in memory of you and you in, in celebration of you and your career and this topic that I want to talk a little bit about today that I call beach money. So um I know one of your adventures was with a, a travel organization and you grew it to well, well over a million members. You made a lot of I mean, millions of dollars is my understanding, but, but it was in travel, right? And it was in an area that, that uh, obviously is important to people. It's, a, it's a, something that's easy to get excited about. It can be very lucrative. It's a multi, multi-billion dollar arena. But, yeah, do you want to comment on that for just a quick minute before we jump sure. in? That was, uh, that was an amazing journey, uh, Patrick. I, you know, I talked about kind of transitioning out of college coaching and, 
pursuing different businesses, traditional businesses, uh, relationship-driven businesses, and one door opened after another. And it's funny, you know, if you get in the habit of learning by doing and getting out and stirring it up, as I like to say, you know, just this connection leads to that connection. This door opens after this door. And yeah, I got with a, a travel company. It was essentially a travel club. It was a monthly membership, kind of like Costco. And uh, it was wholesale pricing, we'd say uh, champagne living on a beer budget type of thing. But we <laughs> we uh, attracted, yeah, just um, basically, I just, I, I personally uh, sponsored, if you will, or enrolled 400 people. Seven of the 400 were a lot like me and saw it as a vehicle or pathway to financial freedom. And the seven leaders turned into, gosh, one, almost one and a half, 1.3 million customers throughout 30 countries so there was a <laughs> there was a season of my life where it was really great because my wife and I would take two or three vacations a month we were world sometimes it was a real vacation we'd leave the kids at home but usually we took the kids with us and uh world schooled them and it was um and it was all residual income I'm it was just month over month we'd get an override off that monthly membership and it was amazing I actually thought well I'm set uh, pull out the beach chair, go find an island somewhere. But um, unfortunately, that was not God's plan. There were some uh, issues on the corporate side, and you know, I, it, that was a that was a great learning lesson, Patrick, because I had a front row seat to what happens when decisions are made behind the corporate curtain, a bit outside of our control. That just devastated a lot of people's hopes and dreams, and a lot of customers who you know were getting value out of that membership. So um, I wasn't, I wasn't bitter, you know, it'd been easy to become bitter because literally like with the switch of a light, that income went away. And, you know, I decided to have an attitude of gratitude. I was like, man, I am grateful for the personal development, the leadership growth, the people that had come into my life all over the uh, world, many of whom I still stay in touch with. Um, and that just prepared me for, what I would say, what's interesting, how God works, even greater things in, you know, many ways than that. So it's funny how you're, you feel like maybe your personal or professional life can be shattered and you get caught up in the moment. But when you step back and say, what's next, there's got to be something else. And you're willing to put one foot in front of the other and keep going in pursuit of your passions and purpose that, you know, New doors, new opportunities are going to open. And as old Garth Brooks said, sometimes you thank God for unanswered prayers because the things we think we want are not the ultimate plan for our life. That's right. You know, it's a really, a really important point because um, it's mortality, right? Life happens, hard things happen, tragedy, illness, uh, business failure, et cetera, et cetera. But it comes down to what we decide to do with it, right? It comes down to perspective. It's either half glass full, half glass empty. I mean, you you said you had an attitude of gratitude. If we can approach every experience in life with an attitude of gratitude, um, it changes everything, right? Um, I, I have a, a spiritual leader, stake president in, in our church that spoke once, and he said, if you're fortunate enough to have chronic pain, he said, Think about that. Think about what you can gain from it. And he was talking about how it draws us closer to Christ and humbles us and helps us to become spiritually centered, right? We can we can either go through life 
temporally centered where we just get through it, or we can go through it spiritually centered. And when you feel pain or loss or whatever, you can reflect on Christ and his atonement and his suffering. And, and it gives you an opportunity to have, to gain a glimpse of it. Right. And if you can do that, you gain an appreciation for it and you gain an understanding and you grow deeper as a person. Anyway, there's a whole sermon on that. And I've always remembered that lesson because, you know, you go through it with an attitude of gratitude, grateful, even for the hard times, or you go through and just survive, get bitter even, or angry or, you know, de deflated or whatever. And, and what do you accomplish? Right? You still have to go through it. Right. So, <laughs> So uh, which which path do you want to choose? I mean, it's a fork in the road, and it's, in my mind, it's an easy decision, and it's so easy, though, to go the other direction, right, and get bitter or angry or sad or depressed or whatever. So it's a really important lesson. Um, I don't usually talk about so much uh, uh, church or religion on the, on the show <laughs> no, here, but that's all right. You know, it's my show, right? I can do what I want. It's your show. You got the microphone. You do whatever you want. Well, that's right. Apostle Paul says, you know, we're we're strong when we're weak. Those times when we're weak, when you got to just give yourself up to a higher power, man, it's it's so relieving. It's so liberating, you know, when you can do that. Absolutely. You know, you made a good point, though, Eric, about how uh, you gained relationships from that experience. And obviously, you made a, a lot of income. You were able to do some great things with it, start your foundation and others. But the relationships that came out of it have continued. And many of those, and sure, there were some who went away and got mad or whatever, and, and uh, that's their loss. But but it led to today. And today, you know, you and I are working with these two different projects with the employee retention credit uh, as part of your law firm, Laster and Laster. And uh, we uh, we have another project uh, called Transacticard that we're heavily involved with. And what I love about both of these projects, and we can dig into a little bit how they work, but what I love about both both of them is it's an, they're perfect examples of what we were talking about earlier, about how you have combined the entrepreneurial side and the income side with the, the ability to give back and to strengthen communities and strengthen families and businesses and so forth. And when you can find that mix, that blend of those two, that's when magic happens, right? That's when... I mean, you start having ripple effects and you start um, building what I believe is a true legacy. So um, do you mind breaking down what the ERC is and just uh, explain sure. how it works? Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting, Patrick. We all have different skill sets. I mean, I've always been a good salesman, salesman, salesman. I, I got to tell you, at this point in my life, I'm really tired of selling, convincing, begging, you know, just getting caught up. And I got to have the sale. I got to have the sale. I got to have it. And what I love about, let's talk about the employee retention tax credit is, I mean, think of the, the dialogue and the dynamic. You're, you're simply going to business owners, churches, charities, anybody who had W-2 employees on payroll during the last three quarters of 2020, first three quarters of 2021, and just asking them if they've heard about this program. And you're not selling, you're just educating. It's like, hey, this is a very real program. Um, obviously, once you get a book of business where you said, hey, we've been able to help thousands of entities, big and small, and we'd love to give you more information and not making any promises, not charging any upfront money. I mean, we don't take a contingency fee until after the clients receive their checks from the U.S. Treasury 
And it has been so, I mean, it has been so fun. It's been a lot of work, as you know. I had to tell my wife, hey, and my kids, dad's in one of those seasons, but there is a timestamp on this. And it is just so fun, Patrick, when you and I are, you know, we're just talking to businesses. And a lot of these businesses, brother, I mean, they're barely survived the pandemic or their business has never been the same since the pandemic. And mm -hmm. then there's others who did well, but, you know, now inflation is eating away at their supply chain and their costs. And, you know, it is so rewarding when you just today, Patrick, we processed over $7 million in ERC refunds today. And so many of my That's emails great. like, oh my God, this is an answer to my prayers. This is amazing. This is going to allow us to hire more people to scale our business or uh, one of the churches, they wanted to build a whole um, recreation facility for the kids attached right. to the church. They weren't going to be able to do it without this money. So I love dynamics where you're educating, you're sharing, and your truth is good enough. You're not, you're not begging anybody. It's like, and you and I have had a few of these talks like, well, man, we're not going to beg you to go and get this money. I mean, it's there for you, and we would love to do a professional job. And what what people love about our particular situation is, you know, we are a 53-year-old CPA firm. We're going to be around another 53 years. We're not charging an upfront uh, retainer. And then we're backing a lot of that up with peace of mind guarantees. So anyway, if there's any business owners or people who know business owners, churches, charities, whether you go with our firm or somebody else, it's just, it's definitely a program where money has been set aside. And in our minds, there's nothing altruistic in taking the money. If you don't take it, it's going to go to somebody else. The program's going to expire here in a couple of years. So definitely look into that and share with the people you care about who run those entities and just ask them if they've um, heard about it and taken advantage of it. Yeah. Two or three points about it. Um, you hit the nail on the head when you talked about how it's um, it's not a government handout or a stipend or something. It is a payroll tax refund, right? It includes health insurance and some other things, but it's your money. I mean, if you're listening to this and you're a small business from one to 500 full-time W-2 employees, this is money waiting for you. There are billions of dollars and Eric and his team we and our team, we know how to go get your share. Now, it's it's complicated. It's not complicated on your part. You fill out a questionnaire and load a few documents, but it is a complicated process. You have to know how to do it right to maximize it, make sure you don't do it wrong. But um, these are your funds. They're waiting for you. And um, if you if you leave them, it's like, you know, you, you have a tax refund that's waiting for you if you just didn't ever cash the check. And that makes zero sense. Like Patrick, what's fascinating is 10, 12 months ago, we would, uh, as we were talking with uh, potential clients, eight out of 10 would look at me like a deer in headlights. Like, what are you talking about? I already got that PPP money or is right. this real? Is this legitimate? We'd have to take them to the IRS website. We educate them on it. What's fascinating today is almost 10 out of 10 are like, is this that thing I keep seeing on Fox News or talk radio or social media? And um, we're like, yeah. And the challenge is you, wherever there's so much federal cheese, you're going to see all sides of human nature. So there are certainly a lot of uh, money mills, chop shops. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, just um, we had we had one lady just wired $25,000 to some entity and they were going to do the ERC. And of course, she never saw that money again. So obviously, 
be careful. And whether you use us or somebody else, definitely vet the, make sure they're a real CPA firm, number one. Number two, vet their history, their track record, and make sure they're going to be around another, you know, five, 10, 20 years, hopefully, versus um, trying to call somebody a year from now and they're long gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a really important point. That's one, that's one of the main reasons we decided to work with you because you have been around for three generations as a family owned business, you know, 50 years, you're going to be around for 50 more years. And, you know, the other side of it is we talk to a lot of customers, as you know, Eric, who have been told that they won't qualify or they just think they don't qualify because they read the first page of an IRS website or a Google something. And, and they don't realize there are thousands, there are, it's something like 12,000 different ways you can be qualified. You could have been impacted by COVID. The legislation has been updated several times. I mean, it used to be if you got PPV, you didn't get ERC. Now that's not the case. Used to be you have to have, to have a loss of revenue. That's not 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 necessarily the case now. So, but anyway, we'll, we'll we'll move on from this topic. But just know that it's real. As Eric said, there are a lot of pop up firms and others trying to get in on it. But it is absolutely real. You can receive up to twenty six thousand dollars per W two employee. I mean, even ten employees it could be a quarter million dollars for your business. And so you have not applied yet don't assume you don't qualify and don't yeah. don't just go with somebody who showed up you know last year you know go with a firm go with a company that's been around for a long time reach out to us we can answer your questions so yeah, all right sure. well hey worst case scenario patrick you know we don't rubber stamp anything we probably disqualified about it's about 17 to 19 percent of clients that come in we just mm -hmm. say hey we can't help you and most clients i mean they may be a little disappointed but they're grateful knowing that hey I didn't leave money on the table. So it never hurts to go through the process and find out what Absolutely. might be there for you. Yeah, we even help clients who have applied, but they didn't get as much as they were supposed to get. You know, we had a client who had 40 employees. They were really excited. They got 200 grand. Right? I mean, $200,000 is still $200,000, but we're averaging about $20,000, $22,000 per employee. And I yep. said, well, would you like us to go get you the other 600 that you left on the table by working with a, you know, a firm that started last week, you know, and I think they had their CPA do it. And, you know, going to your personal CPA rather than to a firm that's specialized in this, they might be really good at tax preparation, but it's like kind of like going to your family doctor to get brain surgery, right? He might be able to cut you open, but you're probably not going to be very happy with the outcome. So, yeah. Yeah, we anyway. had to scale a whole new division a couple of years ago, Patrick, just dedicated to the 2020 CARES Act legislation. So, all right, we've I believe beat it. that okay. horse pretty good. If you, if you haven't taken advantage of it, friends, or you know others who haven't, send them to us, send them somewhere. Just make sure they are not leaving money on the table. Absolutely. We're uh, we're up against uh, one more break here. Um, we're visiting with Eric Allen. He's, uh, he's very involved in the ERC program. We work together with him here at our company, Certainty Management, and uh, they've recovered hundreds of millions of dollars for their clients. Um, and it's really blessing lives. You know, we've seen, uh, yeah, I, I'll tell one story when we're, we're gonna go to break. We have a customer who the, the, the pandemic actually closed down their business. They had over a hundred employees. They had to shut their doors. And this is, this happened a lot. As you said, many have been impacted. Uh, when she found out about the ERC, because you can apply, even if you went out of business, you could apply and go back and get those funds. She was able to recover enough to pay off an, an enormous IRS tax bill that they had and make a profit on top of it. And talk about 
a blessing for a business like that. I mean, they're in their seventies, right? They're facing retirement with hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt that they shouldn't have had. And now it's paid off. And so, um, anyway, like you said, we beat that horse, but it's, uh, it's real and it's uh, making a big difference. So let's go to break real quick. We'll be right back with Eric Allen. And uh, let's talk a little bit about your other project, Transact Card, and maybe wrap it up with uh, global, uh, your global foundation, which is blessing a lot of lives. Thanks for being here, everybody. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be right back. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. If you're a nonprofit in need of funding, we can help. Certainty Management is a cost reduction firm that also helps churches, schools, sports teams, and other nonprofits raise unlimited zero cost funding. Best of all, you don't have to sell anything or ask for donations. Call 888 684 3122 to learn more today. That's 888 684 3122. Visit us on the web at certaintyteam.com. That's certainty, T E A M, like Mary.com. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Certainty Management can help create more certainty in your life with our deep discount health insurance options, even for 1099s, part-time employees, volunteers, and more. Pay less to protect yourself, your loved ones, and your team. Call 888-684-3122 for a free quote today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty. T-E-A-M, like Mary.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are listening to Finding Certainty with Patrick Lang. Have a question for Patrick or his guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now, back to the show with Patrick. Welcome back to Finding Certainty. You know, each week we have a different guest, and we've had everyone from athletes to artists and authors and a lot of entrepreneurs. But you see a theme through all of them that they are making more than just income, they're making a difference. And our guest today, Eric Allen, is no exception to that. In fact, it's a fantastic example of that. And 
as I've gotten to know you, Eric, I'm more and more impressed um, because you don't have to keep working. I mean, you could retire today, buy that island, put up that beach uh, umbrella, right? And and, uh, relax and probably see your kids and your wife a lot more than you do, right? But but you're you're still going, and I know it's because you want to give back, right? Uh, it's why you're doing global game changers. It's why you're doing uh, so much of what you do, and you know, that's to our benefit. We get to we get to associate with you and keep learning from you, my friend. So, um, so we've been talking about the ERC, and it's obviously a huge blessing. It's an enormous opportunity for business. Some of the most significant legislation for small business that's come about in decades, and. Uh, if you haven't done it yet, you know, by all means, make sure you do. But let's talk about this other project, Transact Card, because um, you have a lot of plates spinning. You have a dozen or so businesses under your holding company. But this, I think, might be your swan song. I mean, this is this is going to be a, a game changer, not just from a financial standpoint, but I think you have the ability to change and bless more lives from a quantity standpoint. I mean, the millions of people out there with this project. And so do you mind giving us just a a short intro to what Transact Card is and why everyone's uh, taking note? I mean, it's turning a lot of heads and people getting pretty excited about this. Yeah, you've seen what's happened just the last few days. It's just really catching on, just not because we're so great, because the idea just makes sense. So I want to backtrack real quick, uh, Patrick. I, you know, there was a time in my life where I thought I had everything I wanted, you know, tons of residual income coming in every month and complete time freedom. And and I'm grateful for that time. But I have to tell you, you know, when I arrived, guess where I always wanted to get to? I want to be complete time freedom, you know, not make decisions based off money. And I got to that point and I was empty. I, I had not been working on my spiritual foundation um and it was like this void here and it no matter how much money was coming in it just it just never really filled me up the way i thought it would because i thought that was the definition of success i thought the journey had come to that pinnacle i've reached it and it was so unfulfilling, man. And that's where I really, I got a great mentor at church, really started working on my faith, gave my life to Christ and realized that I don't ever want to remain idle. Now, don't get me wrong. I love just unwinding, unplugging, taking the family on a nice week vacation or you know, being out at the ballparks, coaching my kids, which I do make a priority. So no matter how busy I get, I still coach their sports. Mm-hmm. Um but it it was very telling to me. And, you know, here we are. And I probably, it's funny, my wife um, this last year is like, honey, you're like, I haven't seen you work this hard since we first started like dating when you're coaching college basketball. And <laughs> I said, well, it, I love being in motion. I love being with people under good paradigms where there's real value, there's real genuine dialogue, there's real trust and transparency and obviously i mean i work like you patrick i i work at least usually 12 to 15 hours a day just on erc stuff but i got approached (laughs) a a few months ago from a dear friend of mine john mckillop i think you'll have on your show probably or should definitely have on your show for sure John, john is one of my dear dear friends he's been an executive with huge businesses and marriott and just just a good guy 
good guy. We've done some business together. One of those good ones that always tells you the truth, even if you don't want to hear it. And he said, Eric, you know, I got, I got something you got to look at. And I really put him off for a couple of months, Patrick, because I'm like, John, there's just no way, man. I mean, but I'm, I'm like, I will look at it. I'm open to any, I like to have an open mind to any opportunity that comes my way. And I got to tell you, brother, especially when it's from someone that you know and you trust, right? That's 100%. a big piece of it. And then, so I get on a call with um, these gentlemen, very savvy, shrewd business people, bankers, marketers, e-commerce professionals. And there was something I said 10 years ago, Patrick, that, um, and let me pause there. I love to create. I love to be a part of new things, innovative things, mm-hmm. things that involve uh, people um, and value to households, as we've been talking about. And I remember 10 years ago where I was at, who I was with, and I re- this is when the e-commerce was booming and you know all these social media um, um, advancements were happening. And I remember turning to these business partners and said, you know what the holy grail of entrepreneurship would be, guys? And they're like, what? If somebody can figure out a way for us to benefit each and every time the people we care about, the people in our communities, the people in our networks, make a purchase on the everyday items that they are going to make every single day, multiple times a day, cash, groceries, light bill, utilities, Costco, date night, Starbucks, Right, what, gap, travel, whatever. entertainment, whatever, right. And when I saw what these guys had done with Transact Card, so Transact Card, essentially, it's a fintech financial ecosystem. And they are Visa approved. Now that out of the gate, there's the card there, Patrick. We want millions of these out in households across our country, and we will in the next couple of years. And when I first saw, okay, you guys are Visa approved, because I know what that takes to get Visa approved. Visa is not going to put their logo or brand on anything until they vet the heck out of you. Right. And then two, they said, Eric, we're bringing in FDIC insured community banks. I said, now these are community banks. These aren't the big regional banks because I get real cynical when it comes to big bankers, Patrick. But Hmm. they're like, no, these are the FDIC insured community banks. I'm like, so you you brought them into your ecosystem. They're like, yes. I'm like, well, I know what that requires. And then some of these celebrities and influencers, some of the top celebrities, you know, the RNC, the DNC, you know, Make-A-Wish Foundation, and entertainers had already branded these Transact cards. These are just Visa debit cards, friends. Anybody can get one. You set up a real FDIC insured account. And the whole goal is to show people how to double their buying power. There's double their buying power. They're going to swipe these cards. They're going to get a one-to-one currency ratio. We call those Z-Bucks. And they're going to take those Z-Bucks and they're going to be able to buy down limitless number of items, the same items you would see on Amazon, the same name brand products you would see at your favorite uh, stores, up to 50%. So you see a $100 pair of shoes you really want, you use 50 Z-Bucks to bring that price of that shoe down to $50. You just say $50 on that one shoe. How did I get these Z-Bucks? I just went out and bought the things I was going to buy anyway. And obviously there's a lot behind that. There's a lot to unpackage, but I got to tell you, Patrick, and just so everyone knows, Patrick is one of the first people I reached out to. I'm like, Patrick, I don't even care if you're a big builder. I'm, I know you can, but I just want good people because they kind of put me in charge of the kind of the franchisee culture, if you will. This is going to be a, a true franchise opportunity to be a digital branch office. And all these millions of cards will get linked up to digital branch offices. And every time somebody swipes, 
because of the relationship with Visa and the banks, we get paid some of those interchange fees. So it might be six cents here, 12 cents here, 22 cents here. Patrick, you compound that over billions of swipes happening potentially every single day. In the future, that's pretty exciting. The customer's happy, the entrepreneurs are happy, and we really have a chance to revolutionize how people think about banking and e-commerce, philanthropic activities, and all kinds of layers on top. So you can tell I get pretty excited talking about that because I'm just having so much fun right now. We're attracting uh, you know, the most amazing servant leaders you've ever met. Some have made, some are used to making seven figures a year. Some just graduated college. My 20-year-old son is like, Dad, I'm doing that. I'm like, really? You've seen Dad do a lot of crazy things. You're doing that? Yeah, Dad, this makes sense. We're doing this stuff anyway. So that's awesome. anyway, we could go on and on, but definitely want to get your listeners the information on TransactCard because every single one of them is at least going to pay $25 one time to get a card that's going to get loaded with 500 Z-Bucks that they can start using right away. Well, we are fast approaching the end of our show. I think we should do a whole nother episode and get into uh, your foundation, global. Um, global game changers. That's global that's, what, game that's changers my retirement plan. We, we don't have time to talk about it today, unfortunately, but just know that we will get Eric Allen back here on the show and talk about that because it's a, it's a piece of what we're building here with ERC and with Transact Card. And if you're not paying it forward and giving back, I think you're missing the boat, as we said earlier in the show. But let me just recap a couple of things on Transact Card. We're going to have to wrap up here, but uh, they get after me if I go over because we're going to run into the next show. But the, uh, you know, if you think about it, guys, if you don't have to ask someone to buy something new, right, they can, they can, buy their gas, their groceries, their entertainment, et cetera, et cetera, pay, pay their utilities with their Visa debit card. And you got paid on every single one of those swipes. You're doubling their buying power and you had to look at it to understand how that works. But, and then you have an opportunity to benefit from that and create your own business. You're in business for yourself and I'm by yourself, very low entry point. You recoup that investment almost overnight. I did my very first day. <laughs> and then, um, it's kind of a perfect storm, as you said. I mean, that's a perfect business. Um, I Never seen anything like it, Patrick. I'm blessed to have you on the journey. And of all the people I shared it with, within like, I think the next morning, you're like, we got to talk. I get this. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a no-brainer. So we are out of time. But if you're interested, go check out www.certaintyvisa.com. Check it out and uh, reach out to us with any questions. Uh Reach out to us for anything. If you have any questions on anything we've talked about, you can also text the word certainty to 26786. Uh, Eric, I really appreciate you being on the show, man. It's uh, always you, a pleasure. We talk multiple, again. multiple times a day, but let's have you back on. We'll continue the conversation. I've only done a double episode with somebody once before, and that was because we were talking about crypto, and it take, took way too long to get into it. <laughs> but I think we have plenty to talk about on another episode, so we'll have you back on another couple three weeks or so and but thanks for listening everybody it's always a pleasure having you with us thanks for spending your friday morning what a great way to start out the weekend there is certainty out there you can find it and we can help we wish you the very best thanks for being here eric appreciate God it bless, guys thanks for tuning into today's episode of finding certainty we hope you've gained some more insight into how to create more certainty in your own business or nonprofit. 
Join us next week for another taste of the certainty experience. Until then, we wish you greater certainty in all that you do.